this episode. One city to switch off its lights for 60 minutes. How do you change people's behavior for the benefit of the planet without using fear? I can see your your inner geek sneaking out there, Sean. Just peeking out. I've talked about culture as being like an organization's immune system. And if something foreign gets into your immune system, all the white corpuscles, they just gang up and they just, they, their a, job is to isolate that thing and shut it down. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan. And hi, everybody. I'm Mark Shank. Now, Mark, I believe you have a story for us. Uh, yeah, my turn this week. Yep. Lay it on yep. us. All right. A lot of people will be familiar with this. Uh, it's about Earth Hour. And so uh, it's an event that occurs in March, you know, late March, on a Saturday in late March, every year since 2007. In that first year in 2007, uh, Earth Hour was focused on, on one city, which was Sydney, because uh, the idea had been born in Sydney and uh, they'd gotten the, the, the Lord Mayor, Clover Moore, uh, uh, on board and so she kind of helped and supported so uh, the idea was you get one city to switch off its lights for 60 minutes right. and and that happened and it was kind of this big big event and it was like wow like it was on the news and I don't even remember like it was huge yeah, no I remember and I remember the yep. images of Sydney you know like just like a big blackout Oof. Yep. Yeah, and and because I remember Clover Morph kind of flicking a symbolic switch, gotcha. right? The Lord Mayor, and yeah. so that was that was uh, one city in twenty in two thousand and seven. So one city, three or four million people. Yep. In it grew and grew and grew. In its fourth year in twenty ten, there was over one billion people in one hundred and twenty eight countries and four thousand cities. Wow. Switching off their lights for one hour. Yep. Uh, it was huge. Yes. And so uh, it, it grew from this tiny thing in Sydney to the, this global phenomenon. And it happens, it still, it still happens every year. This year was on March 27th. And I don't know if you recall, Sean, but uh, the back, oh, I can't even remember when, maybe 2012 or something, you and I were, we ran a workshop at a conference in Western Sydney and the dinner that night, the guest speaker was Todd Sampson, yeah. who yeah, is this, yes, he's the CEO of uh, uh, one of Sydney's uh, advertising companies. And he's also on TV, on a, on a really cool TV show called The Gruen Transfer. And what they do is they, they look at uh, the latest TV ads and they basically dissect them. Um, good or bad and he's incredibly insightful really sharp guy obviously highly creative understands the ad, ad industry yada 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 so he was talking that night and and apart from having tv show and running us an ad agency you know I, I would classify him as your basic underachiever because he's done things like climbing mount everest as you do comma solo like what <laughs> <laughs> who does that um and so he was talking about creativity and he used Earth Hour as, a, as, a, uh, as an example about how uh, asking, the good, asking a good, good question is very important because he was at the first meeting in Sydney in 2006. So five people gathered for breakfast at a Sydney hotel 
to, to think about a question. And the question was, how do you change people's behavior for the benefit of the planet without using fear? And Interesting. Yeah. the answer they came up with was Earth Hour. And uh, World Wildlife Fund got behind the idea and like the whole thing, people's imaginations just you know, was ignited and the whole thing took off. And so for me, it's, it's a great example of how little things can make a big difference. Yeah, 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 that's good. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like how, I mean, it is just one of those examples of sort of showing some of the, the features that are important for changing, changing behaviour. Even though the behaviour there is not a complex behaviour, it's not a difficult mm. one, but getting the number of people on board is the real challenge, I guess. Um, and I think the first thing is that it's a visible behaviour, isn't it? Very. So yep. that's, it's a highly visible thing. Or maybe it is, or maybe it isn't, you know, turning off the lights. <laughs> well, but, it, makes, um, it makes for good TV. Uh, yeah. Makes it, for good indeed. news. Yeah. As cities exactly. go from brightly lit, plunging into total darkness. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's it's surprising. Yeah. So, yeah, it has that element. I was reading um, a, a book recently on, I think the book is just called Change, and but it's written by a social network scientist. And so he's, he's, inter he's really interested in how things are connected. And he was talking about, you know, when you, when you need to, if you're trying to make a, a, a complex behaviour change, uh, you have to have lots of people around you who are talking about the same thing and, and, and encouraging the same thing. And, and he was saying, he gave Facebook as an example. Facebook started off in one university, you know, in Harvard, and all people in there knew about it. And then they went to another university that was nearby and then they knew about it. And then they went to, and I think Earth Hour was the same thing, wasn't it? It starts in yeah. one city, goes to another city. Next thing you know, explodes around a few more cities. And then it, by those, what was it, five or six years before it got to a billion people. But it, that happened city by city, right? So, yeah. Well, for me, it's it, you know the growth from three million to a billion in four years. That's that's like explosive growth. Yeah. That's incredible. We are one city to four thousand cities in yeah. a space of four years, um, and a part of it is because of exactly what you say. Um, it's very visible. People talked about it. People yes. told other people about it and said, I mean, "Just are you doing Earth Hour this year?" And it's so easy to participate. Yeah. Right? So exactly. That's, the behavior is not that difficult, right? Mm -hmm. at, the, at the designated time, switch off your lights. Yep. Um, yep. So. And of course, uh, the, the whole, it, it makes bugger all difference in terms of the global electricity usage, right? Correct. But the important thing is it's symbolic and people yes. can see it. And, and it just, for me, it just keeps people aware. And I also love the fact that I can make a difference. I can switch off my lights and make a difference. And I think that's a really important message that, that we don't hear often enough. We think that climate change is going to be solved by some genius scientist come up with some innovation. When in fact, it, the, the, the best uh, uh, approach is behavior change. Yeah, indeed. It's got me thinking, like, you know, what of other sort of uh, company-wide symbolic actions, you know, we've seen? Um, well, oh, okay. Alcoa, the CEO, standing up and spending his entire speech at the uh, annual general meeting talking about safety 
And, and like everyone was like, what? Because he should have been talking about the numbers. And he said, and he talked about nothing but safety. Yeah, that's right. He even gave them a safety briefing at the beginning, you know. Yep. Uh, and they thought he was uh, crazy. Yeah, all those yep. analysts who were there. Yeah. Interesting. I was also thinking about the uh, Green Ninjas. Do you, do you remember Oh, that? yeah, 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 absolutely. It's the switch-off blitz. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of related, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And in fact, um, that uh, Earth Hour was occurring as we were in the middle of that project, um, doing working with all those uh, uh, like a consortium of about uh, 10 local government areas uh, in right. New South Wales, all trying to, uh, to build communities of practice to be yes. more sustainable. So, yeah, I haven't used that Earth Hour story for years, but I used it a lot on that project as a great example of you just got to do things, right? It doesn't have to be the perfect thing. No. Just do things. Yeah. And you know, whatever will work for you, and don't make it hard for people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now that's a good story. It's um, I, I'm very I'm, I want to look into it a little bit more now and sort of sort of see how it expanded. I think it sort of builds into some of the other things I'm thinking about. Uh, yeah, so that the diffusion of ideas and yeah, uh, how, and, how and, do you and, get like wide scale change? That's right, exactly. Yep. And I'm very you know for a long time, as you know, we've been doing work we did work around social network analysis. You know, mm. we did some interesting projects. We, we did one project for Cadbury's on uh, how chocolate experts, experts around the world were connected and use that as a, a sort of a basis to help pinpoint some problems they had in terms of, you know, lack of expertise in different geographies because there wasn't a movement of people into certain geographies they sort of went from australia to the uk to bournemouth and back and forwards but they weren't making as much trips to india for example and then they had all these uh, problems with their chocolate crackers i think they call it or something some sort of technology that they had there anyway it was fascinating but it's always got me thinking about you know what are the networks in place you know how does that affect i can uh, see your your inner geek sneaking out there sean it's just peeking out Speaking out. Very interesting. <laughs> well, I, I had a real life issue where I applied these this this thinking. So um, we were doing some work, uh, you know, teaching a whole bunch of people uh, storytelling techniques, and the 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 lady who was in charge, she sort of said, "Oh, Sean, what we'll do is I'll get one person from each one of our divisions to come along and to the course and." You can run the course, and I and I just read read that book, and I went. I don't know if that's the. I don't think that's the best way because they're going to go back to their each divisions, and they're going to be the only ones, you know, who are doing this storytelling thing, and they're gonna they're gonna lose their mojo for it because they're not getting reinforcement, you know, getting the other people doing it and seeing it. And I said, wouldn't it be better if we just like Earth Hour? Let's pick one city, in this case, one division get a bunch of people from that one division so they can see lots of people doing it. When we get that up and running, we'll go to the next division and then we'll go to the next division. Yep. I think that's this, a, that's this is one of these really simple ideas, which I think has a lot of merit. Yeah. So for, oh goodness, for more years than I can remember, since the eighties, I've talked about culture as being like an organization's immune system. And if something foreign gets into your immune system all the white corpuscles, they just gang up and they just, they, their a, job is to isolate that thing and shut it down. Yeah. Right. And so if you're 
the lone voice with an idea and it's not something that sits that's something that's different from the that the, the culture of the organization you know it just does the exactly the same thing the, uh, it becomes this little um they circle the uh, wagons and they yeah, yeah. It all yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Well, and the culture attacks the idea and it's gone yeah it's gone and then there's a story that says oh we tried that thing don't do it and it failed yeah. right? don't do that that's a mistake yeah so don't yeah, do gotta, a pedro that's right you got to be got to be careful on those things um where would we use the earth hour story mark i guess in a behavior change yeah if you're trying to get uh, people to change their behavior um some some good lessons there that we've that we've talked about yep. you know make it visible make it easy to do get people talking about it yeah concentrate your effort initially before you try and go too wide yeah no some good good lessons inside that story yeah, so for, also from a creativity the whole point that Todd Sampson told that story was that you need to ask good questions. And I really like the question that they framed up in that first meeting. How do you change people's behavior for the benefit of the planet without using fear? Yeah. I do remember one of his stories he told that night, um, which was, and it still sticks in my mind, was oh, where can he I, went. Can I guess? Go. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's the same one he, where he went and visited. Edmund Hill, continued. yeah. So. Yep. So I thought that was so it was a classic little story because you know here he is this dedicated um, you know mountain climber of Mount, Mount Everest and another massive peaks around the world and he's in Auckland I think it was and he just thinks I want to go and visit Edmund Hillary and he looks it up in the phone book New Zealand being New Zealand there he is E Hillary there's the address there's the phone number uh, rings up he's Edmund Hillary's wife answers, yep, yep, come around. Anyway, ends up having dinner with them and felt a little bit awkward there for a moment. But uh, I think Edmund Hillary was very pleased. Uh, yeah. 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 And there is another story in and of itself. Yeah, like, exactly. So it gives you a sense of his character. Yeah. He's willing to put himself out there. Well, mate, I think that's a great story for anyone to put in their um, repertoire. What score are you giving it? Only because it's mine, I'm giving it give it an eight. Yeah, right. As if. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, it's um, and uh, hmm, kind of like it, but uh, I'm going to give it a six and a half for me. Six and a half. Ooh, we'll get some feedback on that score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, let's uh, wrap things up then. Thanks, thanks everyone for uh, coming along and playing along. Uh, yeah, and listening to Anecdotally Speaking. So tune in next week where we have another episode for you of how to put your stories to work. So bye for now. Anecdotally speaking, was engineered by Dave Stokes from author to audio.